Hello everybody. I am Mayor Watt. That is omtown.com and this is the Omtown Daily News Show. It's been an interesting day. I've been driving all over the state <laughs> trying to get stuff done, been in meetings while I'm doing it. And um it's uh it's interesting when people are driving horribly and trying to kill you on the road. I don't know what's going on. I blame COVID for the extremely poor driving out there. Like five lane changes across the state freeway, right? highway, whatever you want to call it. That's okay. Today's hometown daily news show is for October 12th. 2022. I've already selected a bunch of articles. Um, I swapped out my camera too. There was a hot pixel that was recording and it was always right there. And while you may not have seen it, it was really bugging me because I was in meetings in full screen and it was driving me nuts. All right. Anyway. Hey, um, so my, Announcement says that it's daily news, 10-12-2022. Come vote for your favorite articles and say hello. Hello, how are you? I'm the mayor of Omtown, and Omtown is a news aggregator. If you go over to it, you'll get a bunch of news. I'm in the process of making some pretty drastic changes, but they probably won't come for a little bit. But stay tuned, keep checking in. And while you do that, and I do this show, every time I post an article, it will be listed in showbot and you can go over to hometown.showbot.tv and for 24 hours you can vote up um, your favorite article whatever or articles you can click them all um, and, and tell me which ones that you are interested in talking about in the future and I will keep that in mind as I go through my selection of news um, interesting ones and you can submit via that um, articles that you find even elsewhere. Um, interestingly enough, I'm sure my aggregator will have found it. Um, and you can even search hometown itself uh, to see if it's in there as well. Let's get into today's news. The very first article is in the word in tech. Each one of these, if you have not been here for a while or you've been here, uh, or not been here at all. Uh, each one of these channels that I talk about is actually a show that I want to bring to hometown and Twitch. Um, I, I think that I can do it. And if you are interested in being a host or co-host, let me know and uh, we can chat. Maybe you can co-host and you can be up there or, or here and I'll be up there or whatever we want to agree to whichever bunk you want to be in um, and we can have a chat about the news whatever the domain is because I have 50 channels up here um, but I'm not bound to stick to them entirely right if if I find something that's more interesting um, then I'll swap it out or I'll extend it but for now I have a goal of 50 channels uh, that have actual news presented here on Twitch. 
In fact, I've got a new one coming called Reality Hacker because I have a new uh, VR headset coming, the Pico 4 um, I've ordered, so or I, I should say pre-ordered because it hasn't officially dropped yet. But once I get it, I will start doing uh, a VR show uh, after the daily news show. Uh, or I should be more specific because there's a lot of daily news shows, but it's the hometown daily news show. Um, ODNS. So. This first article, 477 whales die in heartbreaking New Zealand strandings. Hate to start out the show like this, um, but I have read often enough that there are issues about these strandings that are related to technology. Uh, and that perhaps sonar and other things, technology-wise, um, are causing whales to end up beaching themselves. Um, so, and that's a real shame. Uh, basically, they lose track of where they are and they end up uh, on a beachhead somewhere. And this article is by fizz.org. Uh, Nick Perry wrote the article. And it's a real shame. And I wonder if there's a techn technological solution to basically, like a lighthouse, um, do a, or provide a um, audible mechanism to drive off uh, whales um, because of some other thing that might be driving them onto the beach. Maybe we can move them away by doing a ping in the water to push them away. Um, that way this kind of stuff doesn't happen. And it's a, it's just a shame because it says that, that, uh, that these deaths come two weeks after about 200 pilot whales died in Australia after stranding themselves on a remote Tasmanian beach. Um, none of the stranded whales could be refloated and all of their, uh, and all either died naturally or were euthanized, um, which is a real shame. Uh, you know, there are other predators um, that could naturally take these out. And this may not be a natural occurrence, but something that is man-made. It says they rely on their echolocation, and yet it doesn't tell them that they're running out of water. They come closer and closer to shore and become disoriented. The tide can then drop from below them, and before they know it, they're stranded on the beach. Um, but maybe, like I said, we can drop beacons out there and um, these little pings could be emitted and they're loud enough that um, it sends them in a different way and, and um, lets them know that this beach may lead to their stranding. Kind of a shame. Not kind of a shame. I think it is a shame. Um, so let's move on to the next article. Um, this one is interesting because... I have a real uh, kind of motivation to let people know um, how wealth changes what is capable. And um, we're not all privy to being able to do this, right? So this one is how the wealthy use life insurance to escape a state tax and why the tactic is now uh, attracting scrutiny. Well, it might be because we're getting kind of irritated with late stage capitalism. Um, Wall Street may be bracing for a sobering uh, third day of results, but that's not what this article is actually talking about. What they're talking about is this right here. Um, how do the ultra wealthy shield their immense fortunes from taxes 
in the article. Um, this one, it might not all be by Jeffrey Kane, but it, it could be. Um, businessinsider.com is the source. Jeffrey Kane is the author. And it says here, yes, life insurance is one answer, but it's life insurance with a twist. This little known tax tool, which may become, uh, which may be coming under scrutiny, um, is called private placement life insurance or PPLI. It is effectively a life insurance policy that is owned by an offshore trust. Assets are put into this trust and treated as premiums, explains insiders Haley Cuccinello. When structured correctly, the assets in a family's policy, whether they are stock holdings or luxury yachts, can be passed down to the children without incurring estate tax. And there's multitudes of these vehicles that allow the transfer of wealth without any taxation. Now, if you dissolve it, then you can pay a fee, um, but it's at a different level. Michael Malloy, a wealth advisor who specializes in PPLI, told Haley that he advises that clients that have less than 10 million in assets to make this tactic worthwhile. So you have to be at least a 10 millionaire, right? A tax tool for the very rich will not find friends in every corner, however, and that is the case with PPLI, which has caught the attention of Senator Ron Wyden, the Oregon Democrat, has started an investigation into PPLI. But this is just one of many, um, and it's usually constructed um, like tranches of risk, right? Somebody uh, creates some entity so that you can maximize profits, mitigate risk, not mitigate, I should say, it's offsetting risk so that something else can buy that and assume that risk. But it's all about making profit for those who want that profit. And money begets money a whole lot easier than hard work. Hard work is busting your hump somewhere. Do I advise that? Depends on the work and if it makes you happy. Investing money somewhere, that's definitely going to make you more money in the long term. But when it's tens of millions of dollars and you have to stash it in a PPLI so that when you die, you can give it to your children untaxed. Well, I'm sure somebody will pop out of the woodwork and say, well, he's only saying that because he doesn't have $10 million to put into a PPLI. Hate to break it to y'all. I wouldn't create a PPLI. Why? Because I'm benefiting from society. Why wouldn't I want to give back? Why wouldn't I want to give back to the society that allows me to do so much? Yeah, it's because I'm not a sociopath. I'll move into the next article. This one is in the continuity report. And, um, this article says Brendan Fraser is open to fourth mummy movie and says the Tom Cruise reboot flopped because it wasn't fun. Yeah, I agree. It was more suspenseful kind of, you know, mummies coming to kill me kind of thing. There wasn't any fun in it. That's for sure. Um, but I like any movie really. Eh. Sometimes I don't like the people that are in it. Um, certain actors have 
not had <laughs> not aged well and by that i mean they've done some really ethically weird things and uh ended up in court or something like that and i can't abide by somebody that's just <laughs> i don't know horrible in nature uh, but really good at acting i still i'm not interested in watching their movies um, because it's about the totality of the person the character of the person matters well anyway brendan fraser landed on the a-list thanks to his role in the rollicking adventure uh, rick o'connell in the mummy and it's two sequels and it and he hasn't returned to the land of the undead since 2008's the mummy tomb of the dragon emperor but fraser says he's open to revisiting the franchise that kind of made him um this article is over at variety by brent lang i loved this movie i thought that it was a lot of fun um he says that the reboot with tom cruise wasn't fun yeah i can agree um Fraser shared his his thoughts on the film uh, series as part of Variety cover story on the making of The Whale, a drama about an obese man trying to reconnect with his estranged daughter. That film has landed him in the thick of the Oscar race. And um, yeah, there were there are um, pictures and video of a standing ovation for Brendan Fraser uh, in regards to uh, The Whale. So it brought him to tears. Uh, he added that Fraser did as many of his own stunts as he could, even injuring his knee at one point, but powering through it to complete the film, he was game for anything we threw at him, Somers said. So um, Stephen Somers was the director of The Mummy. So hopefully we'll see another Brendan Fraser. Um, he'll probably have to lose all of that weight. Um, but he had gained some weight for The Whale, as far as I know. Um, that said, let's get into the next article. And remember, if you hit exclamation point showbot, you can get the URL for where you can vote for articles that you might like me to talk about. And if you hit exclamation point S and some message, um, it'll get thrown into the database as well. And if you hit exclamation point showbot, you can go over to hometown.showbot.tv and vote for your favorite articles. Um, this new, this next article is in uh, the Smack Talk channel because it has to do with Mac and it's Sonnet Echo Dual NVMe Dock. It's a review, port extension, and storage for your desktop Mac. Um, this is over at uh, Apple Insider and Mike Wortel is the author of this looks like a beast of a device but if it adds an M blah, nvme to any device it's super fast um i actually have a device right now that's kind of lagging and it's because it uses uh, uh, a, a little memory card and uh, it's too slow but on nvme it'll be super speedy and uh, I'll, I'm going to look into this as a solution. We'll see if I can make it happen. But the Sonnet Echo Dual NVMe Thunderbolt dock promises a fast storage and expanded connectivity for your Mac, but a lack of enough power to host the computer bears down the overall utility a bit, which kind of is weird. 
Thunderbolt 3 is great, but modern Macs just don't have enough ports, and that's aggravated on the lower end of the product line. And if your Mac is in the center of your desk because of aesthetics, cables sneaking in five different directions looks cluttered. Well, let me tell you what my desktop looks like. Anyway, so this is basically a dock for additional storage and expansion. Uh, it's 350 bucks though, so prepare yourselves. And uh, you can put in two uh, single or double-sided M.2 2280 NVMe uh, PCI SSDs. So I guess it says total capacity is 16 terabytes, which is a ton of storage. Those NVMe's are expensive. I, you want to see expensive, go look up NVMe and uh, you'll see expensive as you move up the ranks. You know, one terabyte is easy but there are more out there. So let's move on to the next article. Um, I did put that last one in there. Yeah, I did. Okay, so this next article is in the Daily News Show. It just happens to be this show, but it's a show channel as well that gets news aggregated into it. It's a little more general um, and not something that I can easily throw into a particular category. Um, this is um, because I watched a video of uh, NFL receiver charged with assault for shoving photographer on field. So Devontae Adams, um, well, depending on which side of the fence you're on, you're either blaming him or you're blaming two other people, but uh, a play kind of got botched and Devontae Adams walked off the field and a camera person was moving in front of him and was actually crouched and was getting up to move out of the way and didn't move fast enough. So Devonte Adams kind of pushed him. Um, and then he tweeted, Oh, I was so heartbroken later. Um, I'm really, I immediately regretted what I did. And everybody was like, bullshit. Um, so NFL receiver charged with assault for shoving photographer on field. Yeah, that's right. You should be. Um, and, and frankly, you should be held to a higher standard because you are actually representing um, the NFL and your team and you're being looked up to by people all around basically the world, but primarily in the United States. And you shouldn't be a tool. You just shouldn't be a tool. That isn't your job to sit there and push people because they don't move fast enough for you because you're pissed off about something. So good. Adams could face up to 15 days in prison. So it's a criminal charge. This is not the end of it because civil charges or civil uh, case can be brought against him um, for whatever might have been the impact, so to speak, of his actions. Luke Barr and Mark Osborne is the author of this article over at abcnews.go.com. And it says, according to a police report filed with the Kansas City Police Department, the TV crew member had to go to the hospital after Adams allegedly. It's not allegedly. You can see it um, shoved him while... The TV, uh, the uh, star receiver was on his way to the locker room after the loss. A video of the incident had been widely shared on social media. And if convicted, Adams could face up to 15 days in prison. Yeah, see, if I were to do that, <laughs> I'd be fired. Um, if uh, anybody else, I mean, there's countless jobs where if you were to do that, you would be fired. But we give a whole lot of leeway to movie stars and to athletes uh, because you know they have a bad day but i would be charged 
I would be fired. I would be uh, unable really to get a job um, because I would always have to explain to somebody. Yeah, I assaulted somebody because I was having a bad day. Rebley Zebley, who was working as a photographer. That's a hell of a name. Ryan Zebley. I said Rebley. Ryan Zebley, who was working as a photographer for ESPN, was pushed by Adams as he walked toward the tunnel in, uh, to the locker room following the Raiders' 30-29 uh, loss. Uh, Zebley suffered whiplash, wow, and a headache after being pushed down, according to, yeah, it might be a minor concussion, which is serious. Uh, you only have one brain, you get it knocked around, and, well, hey, particularly if you're not expecting somebody to assault you, so... Um, this guy, you know, you're number one, buddy. It's just a different finger I'm holding up. And I'm really against vitriol, but you know what? You should really respect other people simply because they're human beings. Um, and this guy being pissed off isn't justification for assaulting somebody. Um, so they say, I want to apologize to the guy. There was some a guy running off the field and he ran, like jumped in front of me coming off the field and I bumped into him kind of pushed the mealy mouth BS, whatever. So yeah. Oh, I'm sure there's going to be a whole bunch of people that chime in somewhere along the line. I'm sure they're doing it now. Oh, he's great. You know, give him another chance. Yeah. If I did it to you, would you give me another chance? How many people would give me another chance? Not many. Cause he'll do it again. Right. Give him a couple of months. He'll do it again. Um, okay, so let's move on to the next article. The next article is in the Hatch Ideas channel. Fake billionaire fugitive Justin Costello had gold bars, $60,000 in cash, Mexican pesos, and a phony ID when the FBI nabbed him. Prosecutors want Justin Costello held without bail, citing contents of a backpack FBI found uh, when he was arrested on charges related to investment scams. So nothing says... No, I'll be fine. Like having a bunch of stuff to disappear somewhere. Dan Mangan is the author of this over at CNBC. Prosecutors are asking a California federal judge to jail a recent fugitive, Justin Costello, without bail. He's accused of a brazen $35 million fraud. Costello falsely told investors he was a billionaire, a Harvard MBA, and a special forces veteran who was wounded twice in Iraq. If all of that is false, <laughs> this guy is going to have a hard time. <laughs> uh, wow. Uh, the whole stolen valor thing really doesn't play out well. Um, uh, you know, you're not going to get beat up because you lied about having a Harvard MBA, but you're not going to get treated well. And unfortunately, that's the nature of jail. Um, but anyway lying that you're a billionaire is another animal too so when fbi swat uh caught costello he was carrying a backpack containing gold bars worth twelve thousand dollars all right u.s currency worth 60 and ten thousand dollars in mexican pesos um he is accused of schemes involving penny stocks shell companies cannabis businesses businesses plural wow um and uh, faces uh, a related Securities and Exchange Commission civil lawsuit. Wow. I don't know what to say about this guy. There isn't much more in the article other than he's 42 years old. 
had a receipt for a prepaid phone in his backpack. And the, the fake name was Christian Bolter. Yeah, he was bolting for the border. Anyway, they take a picture of it. It's always pretty. Look at all that money. You know, when you question life's decisions and there's somebody walking around with $100,000 worth of whatever loot in his hands, um, you go, well, at least I'm not doing criminal activity that's leading the FBI to chase me down. That's for sure. Let's move on to the next article. Uh, this one came out of the blue recently. I had no idea this was going on. Um, kind of says something about me and my relationship with TikTok. Um, $160 Birkenstock clogs that went viral on TikTok are selling out almost everywhere, and some resellers are charging more than double for them. I guess this is kind of like the walkabout version of uh, GPUs, I guess. Birkenstock's Boston Clog, which has been around since the 1970s, is sold out almost everywhere. So if you are a fashion maven and you want to just stay on board with this latest trend in TikTok fashion, if you care about that stuff, guess what? You're going to be paying more. The New York Times, uh, not to mention, you could probably find knockoffs that what is somebody going to do? Go and you know sniff your shoes for proof that they're legit Birkenstocks. Everything gets knocked off and posted on Amazon. Um, the New York Times reported that some resellers are charging as much as $350 for the $160 shoe. Uh, $160 seems high for me, but I know sneakerheads are out there that are paying serious change for shoes because that's their passion. Good on you. Um, the shoe has been spotted on celebrities like Kendall Jenner, who's famous for being famous and became a viral hit on TikTok. The classic clog has become fall's trendiest shoe thanks to TikTok. So much. So that uh, it's impossible to find in stores and online. Well, this is what it looks like. Or not. There we go. Um, awesome. Go wear those out in fall weather. It'll go over really well. Um, as you jog into the ED and get treatment for frostbitten toes. Uh, Avery Hartman's is the author over at businessinsider.com for this article. And I don't know if there's really anything else in this article. I mean, there's always minutia in it so that you can go over there and look if you want an even deeper look. But there are various websites that are saying that they're paying 300 bucks, 250 bucks, etc. for these shoes for let me show you if you're not in the pod uh, if you're in the podcast realm and listening to this in the podcast these shoes are uh, uh, they're clogs i don't know how to say anything other than that um but they're brown leather loafer like clogs you know you just slip them on and away you go um i've never really liked clogs but that's okay I think that they're the starchier version of flip-flops. Um, but you can go over to Omtown, click the link. If you go over to um, omtown.showbot.tv, the link will be there. You can vote it up. If you follow that link, it'll take you to the article, and then you can follow that through Omtown over to businessinsider.com. Of course, you can always watch the VOD here on Twitch, and then I 
transfer it over to YouTube, and then it turns into a podcast. So you'll hear about this tomorrow around this time, maybe earlier. It depends on if I I give myself a little respite from work. Um, At any rate, let's move on to the next article. And the next article is also in the Hatch Ideas channel. Um, The Hatch Ideas channel is all about business transformation, um, intellectual property, entrepreneurship. But this article is a a leaked voicemail revealed Joe Biden's message to his son Hunter as he struggled with addiction. Recovery groups hope it can inspire others to show empathy. And sociopaths are actually utilizing this as a means to gain leverage and to say, ha ha, your kid is this. Um, and it's all really twisted, but this is a caring father that's trying to get their son help and to let them know that they're loved and shouldn't be, uh, trying to deal with this alone. It says this week, a private 2018 voicemail from president Joe Biden and uh, to his son Hunter was leaked, leaked. Well, was it a, was it a, was the intent a positive leak, uh, or was this trying to slam Biden because his son had an addiction problem? You know, I mean, some people can be told, Hey, you either stop this, um, or I'm done with you. Right. That kind of a thing. You know, the, the tough love type of thing and others might benefit from a dad or uh, someone who cares for them saying, look, we're here. We can help, you know, lean on us. We can, we can find something to help you with your addiction. You know, just reach out, come and, and, um, you know, let's do something about it. Well, not everybody does either. And they end up spiraling still, um, recovery addicts or advocates, oh my God, recovery advocates, um, told insider that they hope it inspires others to show empathy to those battling addiction. And my problem here, um, is that this is great messaging to people who get it, but sociopaths don't get it. And that's a serious problem that needs to be addressed in society. How do you make a sociopath understand that this isn't something to, you know, market? This isn't a message really uh, that's negative in any way. This is all about a, a, a caring family trying to prevent their son from falling to harm. So this article is over at businessinsider.com uh, by Natalie Musumeci. I think their name is Musumeci. Musumeci. I hope I'm pronouncing it properly. Anyway, um, President Joe Biden and his son Hunter Biden are on the cover art for this article over at businessinsider.com. And um, I agree. I hope that something positive can spin from this. Um, I think it's interesting that in a political setting, uh, people are willing to lambast um, kind of the relationship, the caring relationship. Um, But it's the relationship that gets addressed, not the fact that, um, you know, they're not involved in the day to day operations of the parent. They're not they're not doing anything 
yet they get pulled into the politics. Yet, if you address somebody's kids who are in the politics on a daily basis, that's you get gaslit because you're actually saying something about the kids, but they're not children, they're adults. And in this case, it's a dad saying, I love you and I'm here. Um, come and get help and we'll facilitate it. Whatever it is, we'll get you help. Moses said that the president's voicemail paints a picture of a caring father as well as an everyman. And I think every parent would uh, go to the, at least these levels of support. Um, but you cannot force somebody against their will to seek help. They will, you can, you can put them against their will somewhere and to get treatment. But if they don't have it in their heart, if they don't have it in their psyche, they can easily fall right back into the same circle where, uh, pain or uh, whatever it is that they are trying to cope with leads right back to drug abuse, alcoholism, uh, you know, physical violence, all kinds of stuff as a coping mechanism for whatever it is that they're dealing with. Um, and that's a reality of, well, society. Um, but some people can't look inwards and realize that they are this way or that way. Um, and they don't have a support structure that says you are this way or that way. And thus you need help. Um, and it's that problem that it's rather sociopathic, um, to not understand emotion. Well, let's move on. Um, I could probably spend an hour talking about that alone. Um, but let's keep going through the news. Um, the next article is Marvel is delaying Blade, Deadpool 3, Fantastic Four, and Avengers Secret Wars. According to this article over at The Verge, um, this is in the word in tech because it comes from The Verge, and I just have them aggregating straight in there. Um, without getting too into it, it says Disney announced today that the new Blade, which I already knew about and talked about a couple of days ago, didn't know that Deadpool was paused, Fantastic Four is paused, and Avengers Secret Wars features have all been delayed for reasons the studio didn't discuss but are interesting to wonder about, according to the article. Following news that the production on Blade was put on hold, news of a delay for that film doesn't come as a surprise, well, to some people, because they're looking for a director for Blade, but what of all the rest of these? I guess they didn't talk about it. Um, Charles Pulliam Moore is the author of this over at TheVerge.com. And it says here, um, the Blade, wah, uh, Blade is moving from November 3rd, 2023 to September 6th, 2024. The currently entitled Deadpool movie is moving from September 6th, 2023 to November 8th, 2024. Fantastic Four is moving from November 8th, 2024 to February 14th, 2025. And Avengers Secret Wars, which hurts the most to me, although Blade kind of stings, um, is moving from November 7th, 2025 to May 1st, 2026. 2026, folks. Anyway, there's more in this article. 
Um, you can go over and read it if you want the minutia. But the MCU is kind of, I don't know, maybe the timeline isn't right. And they're just adjusting it to the prime timeline. I don't know. Um, the next article and the last one for today is uh, something that I thought was interesting. And it's Ghislaine Maxwell reportedly asked Elon Musk to destroy the Internet in the famous photo of the two that the billionaire claims was a photobomb. All right. Ghislaine Maxwell reportedly asked Elon Musk to destroy the Internet in the famous photo of the two. Musk has previously said that Maxwell's appearance in the picture was a photobomb. The photo was taken at a Vanity Fair event in 2014, but didn't surface on social media until 2020. This is the article. Yeah. Uh, Grace K or Key, depending on how they pronounce it, and Travis Clark are the authors for this article over at businessinsider.com. And frankly, this is framed well enough that I could see that it's not necessarily a photo bomb, but not necessarily one where both parties are really hip to the picture because if they were more social, I would say that her arm or his arm would be around them, but not knowing the true nature of their personalities and the relationship between them, you know, I can't say, um, Musk has previously said that the Maxwell, uh, appearance is a photo bomb and the photo was taken at vanity fair so you tell me you're looking at this either in the vod or right now on the stream or you're hearing me say this um and how i'll describe this picture is it has elon musk forward and uh Ghislaine maxwell is pretty much offset by uh an arm's width not like length of the arm, but like a bicep width overlapping him, but behind him. So without actually more context, this looks like she could have just walked up right in the middle of a, a picture of Elon Musk. <laughs> and, um, somebody took a picture. So is there a video of this? Cause I'd like to see. Not really. I mean, we know what she did. We know who Elon Musk is for the most part, you know, somebody that just can't step away from anything that might be a flashbulb um, or attention. Um, oh, I went and looked at his, um, at his patents, not a single patent by himself. Technically you can't be on a patent unless you have been a participant in it. But to what length are you a participant? You know, oh, you built a spreadsheet and you asked them to make the font bigger. I guess you're a participant. Now you have to be a material partner in the production of whatever the patent is. That material, you have to be very much tied to it. Well, demonstrably so if somebody wanted to audit that. Anyway. Nobody's going to go knocking on his door, say, hey, prove to me that you're a rocket scientist. <laughs> that would be funny to see, though. Okay, well, that is it for today's Hometown Daily News Show. It seems like it was a short day. Um, there were 10 articles today, and uh, but we're barely in the 40-minute mark. 
Um, so what I'm going to end up doing is just ending the show now. And I would invite you to come to my show tomorrow, 6 p.m. You can come and vote on articles that you find interesting or something that you might want uh, me to go into greater detail about. I can do deep dives. It's not a big deal. Um, I try not to um, unless I'm doing some research in it. Um, I don't necessarily do it just because an article or something is popular. Um, But I have an interest in business and economics and global economics and global society. Um, And uh, so that's what I'm actually doing research on um, along with sociology. So if you want to come and talk to me about business, technology, society, and generally the news and games, entertainment, movies, drinks, all kinds of stuff. Go and check out Ometown and look at the show names and look at the news that you find within it. And you'll see that um, Mayor Watt has a very broad spectrum of topics that he's interested in. Um, and by running Ometown, I consume a whole bunch of news and it actually helps me deal with information overload. And if you want to talk about something, we can talk about it. So come on by Ometown and stop by Ometown on Twitch. If you watch it over on YouTube, feel free to you know ring the bell and um, subscribe and all of that kind of stuff. But you're going to get the, the VOD sometime later. It's not always going to be immediate. So the place to be really is Twitch hanging out with me. Um, and doing some real-time chat you can lurk i love lurkers Uh, but if you want to chat and and throw your uh, commentary into the black void that seems to be no i'm sorry i should rephrase that that's not very positive come and talk come and chat thanks again i'll see you tomorrow 6 p.m eastern bye bye